so I feel like I should address this from the get, since uh, I don't think we've ever done an episode like this before. Mm-hmm. I mean, correct me if I'm incorrect here, but I feel like we've never done this before. Uh, probably not. I don't think. So if you're a long time listener, you'll you you'll understand. But if you're a new listener, I guess maybe this is also would be something that you weren't aware of. But usually, if not always, every episode of the show is recorded in person. Um, I, I like to have the people that are on the show here. I just feel like it just makes a different product in the end. It's a it's there's body language. There's things you can't really I think do super well all the time through just internet chat but due to everything that's going on in the world right now i figured it's just a better idea if we just do this at least for now for the time being over skype so that is what we are doing uh it's weird it's weird to talk to uh my xbox i don't know that's what's in front of me so that's what i'm looking at um i mean i guess we could turn on the cameras but we don't need to i mean i know what you look like i mean your camera is on yeah, I know, but you've probably already muted it or hit it. Or uh... I haven't figured it out yet. And the worst part is, is that because <laughs> I, I had to like move the window to the side a little bit. It does that thing where it thinks it wants like a pop up small camera so I can see what's going on, uh... and that's popped up over the actual full size version of you. Yeah, so I have that up too because I'm not actually clicked on the Skype call. So like the that window of your icon is just floating on my screen. Yeah. And I've had to move it to like the bottom corner of my screen so it's just away. Uh so I can see everything else that's on my screen that I need to see. Um but anyways, so if this episode doesn't sound like a normal episode of the Past Controller Podcast to you, that's why. If it does sound like a new normal episode to you, I guess we did it good. Mm. Congrats. Um but Mike, I mean, you worked a full regular work, like day job, work week with everything that's going on, right? Yep. I've, uh, I've pretty much also i I was a like trimmed the people that I had to see in person where I could and just dealt with them over the phone. But next week, for me at least, I I don't know what is going to happen. I don't know how any of this stuff is going to affect the 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 non-podcasting side of my world. Mm. Well, I'm going to work. I mean, I still have to go to work. I just have to figure out how that can happen. So basically, for for listeners, I mean, again, if you're a long-time listener, you might be aware of some of this stuff, but if you're new, shed some light onto, like, why, like, I don't think Mike is not cleanly, and I think Mike's been mostly safe, so I'm not, like, concerned if I see Mike or hang out with Mike or Mike came here to record but my significant other Jen has a a, a pre-existing a pre-existing Jesus Christ a pre-existing medical condition called myasthenia gravis, which among all the things that it does, it, it weakens her immune system. So she's a high high risk person right now in these you know during the the COVID nineteen the uh, you know pandemic. So anyone that you know I come in contact with. I would bring it home because I even because because part of before we decided to just do it over the Internet, Mike, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go to Mike's house or like record it in the car or something. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to see Mike. So if by chance, you know. There was that opportunity that you had a run in with it, I would still be bringing it back into the house. Yeah. Um, so to kind of just mitigate any potential risk as much as possible because of her condition. Um. We'll probably be doing it like this, at least for the foreseeable future, just because, again, I don't really know how things are going to play out. I feel like the United States is still really at the beginning of of our our uh, journey here with this. So I, I would imagine it's going to only get worse in the next week or two. So we'll, USA, we'll be doing USA. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be doing the show like this at least for I would imagine the next couple of weeks, and then we'll just play it by play it by ear. Um, which, by the way, Mike, I don't know if we've ever actually talked about this, but do you know that I always thought that that saying was "play it by year," like with a Y? No, we never talked about this. I it was like up until very recently that I found out that it was "play it by, by ear. ear." That's. I mean. I know I've probably had instances like that before. I'm just trying to figure out how that fucking happened to you. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Did did you always know it was year with a Y? It's ear. Oh shit! Yes, did you always know it was ear, like your yeah. body? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I always like like my entire life thought it was play it by year, and I think both sayings. I guess the one that I thought it was isn't actually a saying, but well, I mean, it, technically it kind of is because I thought it was a saying for fucking. 30 years. I mean, just because you thought it was a saying doesn't make it was like doesn't make it a saying. It just means that. <laughs> I mean, dumb. then it was my own phrase. Then it was like one of my catchphrases because I definitely used that for the last as long yeah. as I could speak. Uh, anyways, um, you can't yeah. take things for granted. Wait, what'd you say, Rick? Take it for granted? <laughs> That's a uh, that, that hit home. That one hit hits home for me right mm-hmm. there. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening from his own bedroom, I'm assuming, uh, or office, I don't know, uh, his own cat lair, uh, I guess, uh, Michael Desire, the anime senpai. Mike, how are you doing? How happy are you that you don't have to come to my house right now? I'm pretty stoked. I know. At a, a part of me was like, you know, if this ends up working out, at least for episodes where it's only you and I, I was like, you know, if Mike's in a better mood being at home, maybe we just do it this way. Yep. Uh, the, the question I need to ask now is, mm-hmm. since you're in your own element, mm-hmm. are you wearing, like, at-home Michael clothes, or are you wearing, like, you know, like you'd be out and about clothes? At home, Michael clothes because I've got cat oh. fur everywhere. I can't, I can't wear my out and about clothes because they get covered in cat fur. Uh, d- d- what does this consist of? Like pajamas, sweatpants, pajamas. I put on oh, a hoodie okay. just now because I ordered food and I had to like answer the door. Yes, I also threw on a hoodie because for some reason I'm cold and it's not that cold out. But <laughs> yeah, you're dying. Uh, I'm, I'm. Normally, I'd say I'm dying, but I think I'm just losing too much weight at this point. Yeah. Um, but. I'm 35 pounds this morning, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, but yeah, so Mike's at home having a good time. He seems like he's in, just judging by your voice, you seem like you're in better spirits than literally any other time you're sitting next to me. So yep. I, I think the removal of that aspect is, is going to make for a really stellar it's episode. A game changer. It really is. It's a, it's a whole, this is a whole different Michael we're hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess the next thing i should i should throw in there is that this episode of the past controller podcast is sponsored by our good friends at goodnight fatty but we'll talk more about them later but before we talk more about them later and get into our other topics does this mean you're gonna get cookies uh maybe tomorrow okay okay uh i don't i think i don't feel like trying to like get dressed and go back outside today yeah i mean i just again, like for what we kind of talked about at the beginning of the episode, need to be very cautious about how much like interaction I'm doing with the outside world at this point, just because I need to be very cautious of what I bring back home. Um, I mean, I, I care obviously about myself getting sick, but I care more about getting Jen sick. So it's just like my brain is is constantly like, all right, let's uh, not touch fucking anything. Um, but before we get into some of our bigger topics for the evening, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, what, what are you playing? Playing anything this week? Anything, anything making its way into, into oh, Michael's I, rotation? I've, I've been playing Overwatch while we're talking. Wait, are you really? No. Oh. I'm not even sure if Overwatch is in my fucking Xbox right now. You have something else in your Xbox right now? I don't remember. Oh, you know what? I probably do. I probably took out Overwatch to put in Sonic racing thing i probably never never took it out i mean i'm not gonna lie the game is trash but i'll play a few matches later if you want um have you been playing more persona 5 this week uh yeah making any headway if you getting any further or just kind of like cruising along uh i think i'm on palace 5 somewhere i is that further than last week or no probably because i think I guess did you beat up? Did you beat a palace in the last week and a half? No, but I've I've definitely gotten fairly far in the current palace. I think 
just based on the I, fact that I only okay, so I only recently figured out that I can look through the map of the pal, or at least maybe it, it it only worked out in this case of because of what the palace is. I'm, yeah, I'm able to see all of the map of the palace, like you know how it shows you like there's like the red ones that you haven't the red parts that you haven't gone through yet. Yeah, um, but I can see all of that. It's like it showed me like each section. So I can see how many sections I have left of the palace. I think maybe I'm remembering incorrectly, but can't you find like map fragments in the palace that op- like show you the whole map? Yes, but this current palace, um, I think I like I must find out and it makes sense. I must find out like the full layout in advance. OK, so in this particular instance, I was able to like look through to see how much of the palace I have left. Interesting. Um, anything else making its way onto your onto your rotation? Nope. We're just kind of hunkering down with a little P five. Nothing. Else. I'm I'm excited for you because at this at this rate, it seems like this is a game that you'll probably finish. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to see where your where your head space kind of. Uh, I just need to finish it so that way, if you guys actually beat it and you guys start talking about it, I will know what's going on. Well, I think what we should actually do is because I I will definitely beat it. It's probably just going to take me a little bit longer. Um, I don't I don't know if Todd will actually beat it. Um, but if we all three of us do, if not, if it's just me and you, we we can definitely do like a whole episode on Persona Five and just kind of go deep dive. Even if it's a sh- like a you know a forty minute episode or something, or even a half hour, really, uh, just kind of do like a a P five spoiler cast. Uh, I'd, I'd I'd probably really enjoy that actually. Um That's that's cool. That's interesting. I was going to say I would check to see if there's a I don't know if there's an update or not, but I think there's like Deadpool Fortnite challenges going on in Fortnite at the moment. So if you care about getting like the Deadpool stuff, might be something looking into this weekend. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to figure out what his what his purpose was with the current event, but yeah, my assu- I haven't I haven't actually looked into it, but my assumption is that the skin is probably like you pay for it, just like all the previous events are. But there, mu- I'm assuming there must be other types of like things you can maybe unlock through challenges. Um, because I doubt that there would just be the skin to unlock for free. I don't think they typically have done that with any of like the the collaboration stuff, right? Um, because for Star Wars, there was like back bling. And I think an emote that was Star Wars related, but everything else was premium content you had to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you, I bought it. You sure did. Um, for me, on the playing front this week, it's been still making my way through Blood Roots. Uh, this week's been kind of just hectic in general because work was crazy, but also with like everything going on with the coronavirus, it's made my work. It just made my week bonkers. So I haven't been able to like do like wrap up the rest of my PAX East coverage and, you know, finish Blood Roots so I could write the review for it. Uh, so I'm still playing through Blood Roots. Hopefully I'll finish that up this weekend and can get my review done. Um, but then I just, I kind of needed a game that was just not only a palate cleanser, but I just, I needed, everything's been so crazy lately that I just, I needed to like kind of turn my brain off a little bit. So you started playing Pandemic. Uh Yeah. Which I think that game is actually on Game Pass, and I did download it, so we could play that if you want. Yeah, I probably should download it too. Um, but I downloaded Murder by Numbers. I don't know if you're familiar with what this is. Nope. So uh, indie indie game uh, being published by Media Tonic or made by Media Tonic, which is the same people, oddly enough, that uh, are doing Fall Guys, um, but a completely different type of game. I think Mediatonic's also made up of smaller studios within it, so I think there's like separate studios that work on these games. Um, but basically, Murder by Numbers is like a kind of like mystery detective game in the vein of like Ace Attorney, Phoenix Wright, as well as Picross. Um, and I enjoy playing Picross because it's like just a very like soothing experience for me uh it's it's just something that can like i have picross s2 on my switch already so like some nights when i just don't need i just need to like 
I don't, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's some like science behind like playing games like Sudoku or whatever. Like, I'm sure there's some sort of like cathartic thing there. Yeah, probably. Uh, but for me, Picross like fills that fills that void. Tetris does too, but but Picross is is another thing that I don't download a lot of Picross games. Picross S2 has so many puzzles in it. Like, I've played so many hours of that game, and I'm like, there's still so many puzzles I could still play in it. Uh, but I wanted something a little bit different. Murder by Numbers looked kind of cool. And I uh, actually, I saw that Grayson Morales from Twinfinite, friend of the show, fuck it, friend in real life, uh, was playing it. So I, I was like, sent him a message. I was like, hey, like, what do you think of that? Like, you know, I'm kind of debating it. And he was like, oh, you know, if you like Picross, you know, Ace Attorney, blah, blah, you know, you should check it out. So I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll end up grabbing it. So I ended up grabbing it and I'm I'm loving it. I've been kind of just plucking away at it every night, kind of decompressing. Uh, but it's super enjoyable. I'll probably write some sort of small thing up about it when I'm done with it. Um, but I'm I'm very very pleasantly surprised with with how good the non Picross elements of the game are because the game is mostly Picross, but the non Picross parts of it are, are entertaining as well. The writing's pretty good, and there's a lot of references that I feel like you would appreciate way more than I do. Like it references a lot of pop culture. Yeah. Um, I feel like you enjoy it because basic the basic premise is. You are an actress on a detective show. I'm in it. Uh, and then something without like spoiling any early story beats, something a crime happens at the TV set, mm. and then a real like detective shows up, and then you start to be like, I don't know if down the line you become an actual detective, but you're basically being a detective but you're an actress and you have a robot companion which is just great for no reason uh it's enjoyable it's it's pretty good I'm, I'm i'm liking it it's it's funny it's wacky it's it's what you'd expect i don't really have a lot of experience with ace attorney and i'm enjoying this so i'm like fuck do i need to buy ace attorney after this yeah, maybe the collection's on sale on switch right now like the ace attorney trilogy for like 15 bucks and i'm like do i just drop 15 uh, yeah, you know what? maybe i might actually do that if you do, let me know, because that, that'd be another, like, cool little thing to be like, ah, oh, whatever, if we just both play through, we can kind of talk about it at the same time. Um, and then the last thing that I've been playing, working into this week, is uh, that Call of Duty Battle Royale dropped, Warzone, which is interesting. I've spent uh, a few hours with Todd playing it. Uh, I need more time with it to see if it's something that'll actually stick around, at least for me. It's very popular. I had, like, six million players in the first day. Uh, I mean, it's Call of Duty and it's free to play. It's it's gonna do well, um, but it's doing a lot of things different in the battle royale space. And I, at first, I was like, I feel like it's doing too much. But the more I'm playing it and getting used to it, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not doing too much. And after you get used to it, it's not that bad. But I need more time with it to have like a actual take on it. Uh, but it is enjoyable. I'm having a good time. So whatever. Um, kids but kids do love those shooty shoots. Um, I think we should probably kind of talk about talk about this uh this this COVID nineteen the coronavirus and kind of how it's affecting everything else that's going around in nerd culture because I feel like it's I mean it's having impacts across the world in every type of way, mm-hmm. but. It does seem to be impacting nerd culture and video games uh, a lot as well. The first being, we may have went to the only gaming convention that's going to happen this year, which was PAX East. Yep. Because GDC got canceled shortly after. Uh, E3 just recently got canceled this week, right? Was that this week? Uh, You know, it's been such a whirlwind week. I'm not sure, but I think so. Yeah. E3 got canceled. Uh, there's rumors that Gamescom, which is, you know, a little bit after E3 is probably going to also potentially be canceled. And then, I mean, that puts us, that puts us up to, you know, Tokyo Game Show and, uh, PAX West. And I think that, I think it's still too early to say, but like, I'm kind of leaning towards those events might not make it out either. Yeah, I don't know where where your brain's at on any of that. Uh, I imagine at the very least, how far out are those things again? 
PAX West is usually like the first week of September. I think Tokyo Game Show is usually like the first week of October. Um, and then Gamescom, I think, is in August. August or July. It, it, I mean, that's still like a lot of time for things to change, at least in terms of um, what we have available medically. Like, if they yeah. figure out, not necessarily like a cure, but some sort of treatment between then and now that they could produce, or if we're able to slow down the infection rate to the point where, like, it's not a whole bunch of people storming hospitals getting sick at the same time, then they could potentially be like, okay, we can do this. Um, I don't know what... But I guess, what would it be in, like, the best interest of the companies putting the events on, though? Because I guess I guess I don't really know, like... Where where does the liability fall? Like, could it be a situation where, like, you know, in the Pax West case, you know, if if things were still unsure or maybe they were getting better at that point, and people were getting sick there, would there be liability on Penny Arcade for 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 doing it? I mean, a lie. I don't really know. Can you really say that there's a liability for people just getting like it's not like they're infecting people. Someone got sick and it. It's contagious. I don't know yeah. if it's like a liability so much as like they're just trying to prevent things. They're just trying to prevent yeah. you from getting sick. I, I guess. Well, I guess the other thing too potentially is I, I would imagine that for events like that, there's probably like a city and or state government that gets involved and would say basically like, oh, we, we don't need, we, like this can't happen right now. Yeah, that that could happen. But again, by that point, We'll see. Yeah. But the other, so the other part of it though, too, is, I mean, let's just say PAX West is the first week of uh, September this year. Mm -hmm. At what point, if not already, is Penny Arcade like, you know, putting money down for space or getting, you know, publishers and developers and all these, like getting all these people like there? And all of the people that would be going, like publishers, you know, developers, uh, people that are selling stuff, you know, merchants and, 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 other, and other exhibitors, like at what point do all of those people need to like siphon out the funds, the time, the, the resources and people they're going to send there? Like at what point do all of these things in the planning stages have to be like decided like, okay, like if, if Pax West is going to happen, we need to have all of this done by, I don't know the end of april you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i feel like there's there's got to be like a decent amount of planning and and you know i i don't know if there's contracts involved but i would imagine that there's some sort of like commitments being made by all these other companies that you know if there's still un if there's if there's no way of knowing now and they need to have these things decided by let's just say end of april or something like that i would imagine that all these companies would be like yeah we can't commit to Pax West because there's it's just too uncertain. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, that goes either way. Do they commit now or do they like say no dice, and then you know come September like, well, we probably could have done it if we really wanted to. Like, yeah. It, well, I mean, I I guess I guess it's with the Pax scenario in particular. I mean, Sony pulled out of Pax it like. A week before or the week of? It was yes. It was like it was very, very uh sudden. Yeah. So I wonder if like Penny Arcade going forward is gonna be like we need to have like contracts or, you know, some sort of agreement that, you know, you can't I, I don't know. I mean I, they, I they, have there's no there's no guarantee or rather we don't know. There might be a contract that might just be like, Yeah, we'll we'll take the financial hit we but yeah. we're not gonna go. Either way, I think it's it's still. I I think that we're not even close to the peak of outbreak and and whatever's going to happen in the United States. That they, I mean, here's where I think like, you know, things are bad or people are very scared because there's like, no toilet paper. There's no toilet paper exactly, but like people that are in positions of power that make a lot of money are choosing like the fact that the nba the mlb the nhl 
and a lot of like uh European soccer leagues are suspending their seasons like that's a lot of money for a lot of people that is going to be not being made you know what i mean yeah uh the fact that disney is closing disneyland california and california adventure for i think a few weeks it said disney world's also closed oh really i bet i must have missed that somehow that happened um, last night i think did they say for how long or do you remember i i didn't read into it that much because basically i have a coworker that was like they they had a disneyland they had a disney world trip planned since like december they gave it they like set it up for like their kids for christmas and yeah. she was like you know they better not close it i'm still gonna go i'm still gonna go and disneyland gets closed and she's like well they didn't close disney world yet i'm still gonna go and then i saw like well it's closed it's crazy i mean it, it, there's just too much too much at risk but i think that shows the the real either severity and or uncertainty because Again, like you're, we're, we're, you're talking, you're gonna close Disney. Like, how many, you know, millions, if not billions, of dollars are they gonna lose just from that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that goes the same for all of those, you know, major sports leagues uh, that are kind of just, you know, from from you know, employees in the stadiums to ticket sales to food sales, you know, alcohol sales to just all of these things. I don't know how any like I there's just so much so much being lost there that it's 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 kind of crazy to me that you know we're we're kind of seeing like all of these other things almost kind of react quicker and and I would imagine better than like our own government is kind of right now at the moment. Yeah. Um yeah, it's a lot of um it's a lot of income that I'm sure no one really accounted on not receiving. Like, I'm sure there's yeah. a bunch of business models that just expect, like, yeah, you know, we might see a small dip, but we don't expect business to legitimately be closed for an extended period of time. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I, I, I think with, the with like, the PAX West, Gamescom, and future events on the horizon, I know, towards later in the year, I think we'll we'll know more certainly probably in the next month or two just because I mean E3 is not until June it's already canceled uh you know that's you know what two two months two and a half months in advance yeah um I I think there's just there's there's a lot to account for there's a lot of, at risk and it's it's crazy it, it it makes me think that like you know potentially the 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 next like big game event that could happen this year would be like the video game awards in December. Ah. If if not like Magfest in January or Pack South in January, like those those could potentially be the next like gaming conventions, which is kind of insane to think that like we probably went to one of if not the only gaming convention of the year. Because I know a bunch of other... Co- Actually, I didn't even think about that. San Diego Comic-Con? There's no way they're going to do that. That's definitely going to get canceled. That's probably going to get canceled. Yeah, that's true. Because that's usually in the summer as well, right? Uh, Yeah, I think it's like June-ish. Yeah, so if, if E3's canceled this far in advance, San Diego Comic-Con's next. Because um, that one... That's huge, too. So many people go to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wonder it's... if that means for once... They release all of like the, you know, the like trailers and stuff. That they typically just save for like the floor, online. Or the, they might they might just like do like a digital ticket type deal. So and that's what I think you might see happening because I know even E three, uh, they were saying that they're working on some sort of what sounded like a digital event. So I wouldn't be surprised if they try to do something like that um, where, you know, maybe, maybe uh, the ESA is like, Oh, okay. Like Nintendo, like your direct won't, won't initially go up on your YouTube page. Like let's, let's do a big live stream, you know, under one umbrella, we'll have everyone's kind of presentation still be there just in one place. Uh, I wonder if that's what they'll try to secure. I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. Um, 
But it's funny that you brought that up because one of the other things that's being kind of heavily affected by this stuff is is a lot of movies and TV shows that are being shot or or set to be released. Um, obviously, like gatherings of people is what we're trying to avoid at the moment and going into an enclosed space like a movie theater is probably not like where you want to be um so i know like some movies that were set to come out have already been pushed and then movies that are being filmed are being pushed so like some movies that kind of make sense to what we typically talk about fast and the furious Mm nine got pushed got pushed like a year right like a year I don't, that makes very little sense to me, but I, maybe it's just like a universal scheduling thing. Like, listen, if we push it back here, we can't have it compete with this and like other things like, all right, we're just going to put this out next year. Which that kind of makes sense. If that's probably realistically what it is. Cause are they still shooting that movie? No, I, I mean, I don't think so. Yeah. So that, that's probably just like maybe a scheduling thing. It was going to come out in like May, I think. Yeah. I think it was April or May. Yeah. Um, so no time to both. die got pushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think today or yesterday, Mulan got pushed. Mulan got pushed. Uh, A Quiet Place Two got pushed. New Mutants got pushed. Poor New Mutants, man. It is. Yeah, it has been a rough go for New Mutants. At, at this point, just don't even put that out. Just put it straight to DVD or something. Like, <laughs> uh, it's not gonna do well. Um, but but like I was looking through a list earlier of like TV shows and just like so many things that are being pushed or moved and you know, kind of indefinitely too. A lot of these things, like I know Fast and the Furious has like a date. I think No Time to Die has a date, but I think Mulan and New Mutants got pushed with no date. Like they're just indefinitely pushed right now, mm-hmm. uh, which is is kind of crazy. Which so you you mentioned like oh I wonder if like San Diego Comic Con is gonna be canceled and then that results in like Disney drops a new Marvel trailer just online or whatever or a digital ticket or something. Do you think that if things stay bad for a little while, that like movies that were supposed to come out already, like A Quiet Place or, or Mulan or, or Fast maybe not Fast and the Furious, but do you think any of these movies would go the route of like, all right, let's make a special contract with like Hulu or Netflix and just fucking drop it as a digital movie? Um like do you think it would get to that point? I don't know if we get to that. I'm trying to think about because essentially what I would imagine would happen is that let's use New Mutants for example. It would end up on something like either Hulu or Disney Plus because it, it is a originally a Fox property that went to Disney. So yeah. it would end up on one of those places and maybe maybe they they'd consider like because both of those things require subscriptions. I don't think they want to just have people subscribe. I think they'd want people to buy some like purchase a a viewing of it i think that's what they yeah. ideally want so maybe they might do something like that but that's for that's for new mutants i feel like is the prime candidate for that just because of its status as like the movie that just won't come out yeah I, and i think you're right i think like like something like james bond or something like fast and the furious 9 those are probably safe like they, the, those, not safe but those would probably stay as a theater release whenever yeah. that time was right but like something like new mutants yeah i could see it maybe being like a some sort of special purchase or or whatever yeah uh, i yeah like, something like new mutants i think they aren't expecting a lot of money on whereas something like fast and the furious or even mulan i think they ex a decent return and i think they may still want to do like a worldwide theatrical release in order to make that money yeah yeah it'd be interesting because i mean a lot of people are like all all over online saying like nintendo please release animal crossing a week early like you'd make everyone so happy and uh, it would be i guess it's kind of a different scenario because that's that's like a thing you purchase and take home or just download digitally. So it's not like you need to fill theaters for that, but it'd be interesting to see if something like that happened, like, you know, Nintendo or someone else was like, Oh, this game was supposed to come out in a month or something. And we kind of have it done now. So we know a lot of people are stuck inside right now. And can they just download this digitally? So bang, here it is. Like, do you think anything like that's going to happen? Not necessarily animal crossing, which is anything in general. Um, no, that I think might be a bridge too far. On the on the E3 side of things, like, do you think we'll see like any studios putting out maybe 
digital demos of games that would have been demos at E3? Um, I'm not sure. Only because I feel like uh, for for their like expo demos, they're probably not in the state they want a lot of people playing. They just want like a handful of people who will just kind of regurgitate the experience in the form of like, yeah, you know, we tried this demo out, and you know, here's our thoughts. Um, yeah, I don't think they want like everybody who is thinking about getting the game to be able to play it and be like, well, you know what, actually, I don't need it anymore, or something like that. Yeah. Especially if, they're, here. especially if they're, like, not finished or whatever state they're in. Like, I, Final Fantasy, you know, we played it. I don't know if it was good or bad, but we played it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I personally think that it probably could have stood to... Well, it doesn't matter what I think, because they literally put it out, like, the next day. Yeah, um, that that was so that was like so bizarre to me. If we had to like if we were someone that cared about that and we actually waited a long time to play it, which we didn't, we just kind of went right in in the morning. But like anyone who was at PAX and waited a long time for that or was or wasn't at PAX, well, I guess if you weren't at PAX, it doesn't matter. But if you were at PAX and waited a long time or had like troubles getting into that demo mm-hmm. and then a fucking day after PAX that drops on the, on the PSN. I would have been pretty fucking salty. I would have been pretty pretty mad. <laughs> yeah, I would have been upset if if I were the guy that was like it's like, "Oh, you know, I have to wait in line to get this ticket and, you know, I I bought my pack stick and I was only here one day and I really wanted to play yeah. this." So like I I actually put a lot of effort into playing it and then you show up Monday and it's like, "Oh, yeah, by the way, here it is." Yeah. Cuz and, and it's weird that they did it that way cuz I feel like I feel like if they had said when they announced that that game would be playable at PAX, if they also in the same breath said the demo or a demo will come to PSN later, I feel like you would have put people in a scenario where it's like, I really care. I can't wait. I'm going to do it. But then some people would be like, oh, like if I can play it later, it's not a big deal. Like, I feel like no matter what, that line was going to be crazy. So at least like slim it down a little bit yeah like i feel like no i feel like no one would have been mad i feel like they still would have been busy still would have been packed and they still would have been like having that whole ticket scenario of like having a jam-packed booth with tickets uh i, I don't know because it was clearly something they pl- they were planning on doing it's not like they were just like oh you know what let's just drop this yeah well um yeah i have no idea um but yeah so, I mean, this whole epidemic, this pandemic is like clearly, you know, affecting stuff that's in the process of being made or, or trying to release uh, in, you know, obviously all those conventions and gatherings, which is, it's unfortunate. It's understandable, obviously. I think all of these companies are making the right decisions uh, on all aspects, like closing your theme park. It sucks, but it's the right thing. Shutting down sports, it sucks, but it's the right thing. Uh, canceling all these conventions, it sucks, but it's the right thing. What's actually bonkers to me, like I, I, I've been thinking about this almost all day today, is I'm shocked that to our knowledge right now, no one from PAX East has gotten it. Yep. Like that's fucking crazy to me. That's, that's actually insane. I mean, I have to... Like, I'm not really following it. Like, I know the number of confirmed cases, at least in our state, has the triple digits. I think it's like 120-something. Uh, so as of as of today, we've become the fourth state, like the fourth highest state. Okay. But a number of them, like, I don't know. I, as of yesterday, when it was still like 96, 70 of them, again, came from one convention that wasn't Paxi's, which is, I think is kind of funny. Which was the same weekend, too. It was the same fucking weekend. People made the wrong choice. They went to Biogen. Yeah, it, they should have hung, it, hung out with us at PAX. It's crazy. So if you look at PAX weekend in Boston mm. a few weeks ago, PAX was there, which is, I don't know, I would say anywhere from 50 to, to 100,000 people. Because uh, Penny Arcade doesn't actually release how many attendees they have. Yeah. Um, probably for a lot of reasons. But it's, I would imagine it's between 50 and 100,000. I know it's a large gap, but I would imagine that it is that large. Um, Bernie Sanders had a rally in Boston that weekend. Mm-hmm. 
I'm be- I believe there was both a home game for the Bruins and the Celtics. And I believe fucking WWE was there that weekend. And this other fucking conference. And no one has gotten sick besides the medical conference. Like, what? Yeah. It's so bizarre to me. Because, like, I feel like, I feel like at this point, where we're, what, three weeks out from PAX now? If someone that was at PAX got sick, I feel like, I feel like those threads would have already been attached. And people would know, like, someone that was at this event was sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like they're trying to do their best of tracing where people are getting it from or who who they're in contact with or where are you traveling? Were you at a gathering? Like I feel like at this point, if someone that was at PAX got it, it would have been tied back to this person was at a major convention. Um, yeah. And that hasn't happened, which is just, again, like kind of blowing my mind. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe PAX just did a really good job at wiping down all those banisters. I mean, I I think that's a big part of it. Like, there were people sanitizing the shit out of fucking everything, like constantly. Uh, so I mean, but they also, did the right thing. But also, at this point, at this point, I'm just trying to think. Let's say hypothetically, all that cleaning did fucking wonders, and no one managed to spread it. But even if someone was sick and was there, wouldn't we have been? Wouldn't they would? They'd still say something like, hey, we've got one confirmed case. This person potentially had it before they went to PAX, but they have it or had it. I, I feel think like make a if, big deal about it. Yeah, I think if there was anyone in, I guess, anywhere at this point that had it and was also at PAX, even if they had it before or after PAX, they would still make that like connection. public connection and like make it, uh, make it uh, made aloud. That like, hey, someone that was at PAX got sick. Um, it, it, it's like blowing my mind. I, we're all super lucky, I guess, because the the fucking rest of the world is is not having that great luck. Um, but uh, I, I guess some lighter notes uh, on the coronavirus. Not that there's really much lighter to talk about. Uh, before we get into that. This episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you are in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night from on Friday 7 to 11, and then on Saturday and Sunday uh, until 11, and then on Sunday until 10, you can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. If you're in the mood for something sweet or savory or spicy in the morning on Saturday or Sunday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., you can head on down and get yourself a delicious chubby. Uh, if you're interested in what a fatty or a chubby are, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and get yourself some tasty, tasty treats. Uh, they basically, a fatty is a delicious cookie. They have a rotating set of three cookies every weekend. It's never the same. They don't release the menu, so you only know what they have. If you have some eyes on the street or you head on down on your own feet. And on Saturday and Sunday, they have delicious chubbies, which are like these bread pockets that are full of you know eggs cheese meat and uh veggies and they're super delicious super spicy mike last weekend jen and i got uh bowls oh so they you can get a chubby in a bowl so sans bread uh and i think i believe uh you get some potatoes in there as like a replacement Mm -hmm. um but that was super tasty uh, they're super great. They're super great people. Obviously, uh, with everything that's going on, local businesses need your support more now than ever. So check them out. Head on down. Let them know Path Controller sent you. And uh, yeah, thank you to Goodnight Fatty for sponsoring this week's episode of the Path Controller Podcast. Um, I have no idea what the cookies are this week, Mike. So I don't have that. I don't have that inside info for you. Um. But before we uh, move things on here and wrap things up, to kind of like end on a little bit more of a lighter note with with everything that's going on, I feel like there are a lot of people who are going to be at home or have more time indoors than they maybe normally would just with everything that's going on. So with that, if you were going to have like your ideal gaming and or movie and or TV slash anime binge during this time, Mike. What what what's on your docket? 
Or do you already have this planned out? Do you already have things in mind that you're going to try to bang out? If I were actually going to be stuck inside, um, I think I have a bunch of movies I have to watch. Anything top of mind? Uh, let's see. I have to watch Parasite. I have to watch Knives Out. I have to watch Jojo Rabbit. I have to watch... Uh, oh, my phone's actually on my lap. Let's take a look here. Are any of those like on a streaming service, or are they all things you got to buy or rent at this point? Um, so Dom bought most of them, so I have access to all Oh, of so you have them. copies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, I guess I could watch Heed uncut gems um i do want to watch uncut gems but i've heard from a majority of the people that i've seen have who have seen it have said it's very stressful to watch and i don't know if i could do that yeah well we'll see when i get there uh i do i do want to watch knives out though i've seen i've seen parasite i do want to watch knives out i do want to watch jojo rabbit too actually i guess at some point i should watch men in black international i heard it was not good was it not good I don't know if it. I don't know. I I bought it, so I might as well watch it. Um, oh, enough. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, and this is just like movies that I I should watch. Toy Story Four. Um, I've got a bunch of. Is it, yesterday, I want to watch. I do want to watch Yesterday. Uh, is Toy Story Four on Disney Plus? I believe so. Nice. Uh, I still have to watch Toy Story three. <laughs> yeah, I've I like if I'm just talking movies alone, that's just like the tip of the iceberg of movies yeah. that I own that I want to watch at some point. That's not even coming. That's not even accounting for like the shows I've fallen behind on, like Flash and Legends of Tomorrow, and I think there's some other shows that I've been meaning to watch. Yeah, either you or Dom or or one of our listeners needs to like make me like a definitive like. I don't know, list of like five or ten Disney Pixar movies that I need to watch because I'm like, we've talked about this at some point in the past on the show, that my like gap of Disney slash Pixar movies after a certain year is like, I've watched nothing. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure there's some bangers there that I'm like, I would enjoy and just haven't watched. Um, Have you been stocking up on any specific... uh? food supplies for for what's going on i don't know any 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 snacks that mike's got to have on hand i went to target after work today because i was told to buy stuff and i wasn't given any real instruction i was just like oh okay i'll go in and buy stuff um the place was ransacked there was almost nothing to get i didn't know what to do so i walked out with some cookies and cream yogurt yogurt yeah of all the things Mm -hmm. um there are special edition Oreos in stores right now. I did see those. There are trolls, I think. I don't give a shit about trolls. Yeah, but there are funky flavors of Oreos, or at least funky colors. I don't know if they were flavors or not. I would have to know um, what flavors are. Um, did you go to the one in Uber? Yeah. Damn it. Okay, I'll rule that one out then. Salem, the ones, the two up here by us are like not. They're just fucking cleaned out. Cleaned I... out for for like the things everyone's out of. Paper, paper goods, cleaning stuff, hand sanitizer. Food wasn't too terrible. I went, I went to Salem today, and food was not terrible there. Uh, but the other stuff was all gone. So, uh, I'm just looking at my Snapchat because I, I took a, I took a video of it. Basically, I walked down the aisle that had the toilet paper and stuff. It says due to high, high demand. Um, they like the aisle was empty. Except for the signs that said that they were like limiting things like disinfected wipes and like hand sanitizers to X amount of people per customer, mm-hmm. and the aisle was empty. I think the canned good aisle was more or less empty. Um, dairy stuff was mostly gone. Um, there's some other aisles I looked at that like the shelves were pretty much bare. Handful of yeah. things left. I was like, wow. Yeah, it's it's kind of bonkers. Uh, I mean, I just need to. I mean, hopefully, I just need to ride out the next couple of weeks. Maybe. I I mean, if if you want my like honest opinion on it, I think that we are we're probably like two weeks away from 
just just from like reading and looking and like trying to like get news from unbiased news sources and just people reporting like facts and like what's actually going on around the world and in the country Mm -hmm. i i feel like just based on how it's gone in the other countries that have gotten hit bad like uh china uh japan italy uh i feel like probably in the next week or two especially once like testing becomes more available for people uh because because that's the thing is like it could actually already be really bad it's just in the united states there's no fucking testing available so you have we have no fucking actual idea because there's not testing being done there's not enough tests um that's according to what happened today they're supposedly gonna have that rectified very very soon but still i I think in the next like two within the next two weeks it's gonna really start to peak or at least we'll know that more people have it um someone so someone at i don't know if you saw today someone at nintendo that works at nintendo got confirmed has it Mm -hmm. and washington is is currently the worst state in the country for it um so uh i I reached out to someone i know that works over there and was just kind of like oh hope you're well like you know but i know washington's kind of crazy with all the stuff and uh they were basically saying that like from what they can gather from what people are talking about in washington state like they're saying at this point everyone in the state's probably going to end up getting it by july which is like kind of crazy i know someone else that's in new york right now new york's the second state so right at least according to the numbers this morning it goes washington state new york california and then massachusetts for like the top four most confirmed cases um definitely not a top four list you want to find yourself on but here we are um but someone else that i know is in new york and they were basically saying that from what they've been hearing it's kind of the same thing you know almost at least in the city everyone's going to get it because there's just no avoiding it yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I'm hoping that at least like some of the. R- I-, I hope the supply chain starts to catch up. I'm assuming that like there were just a lot of people who were scared and a lot of people that were probably underpaired, under underprepared in regards to like having this stuff on hand and extra food and cleaning supplies and all that stuff. So hopefully in the coming weeks, even though things are probably going to get worse, I feel like people won't have to buy as much shit. So the supply will probably build itself back up. Hopefully. Um, so in the next week or two, you, you would ideally be able to go into a store and get the things you need to get without finding too many out of stock issues. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's fucking crazy video game podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but the reason I brought up things you were playing or watching for me, I feel like there's so many things I should be watching or playing in this time. I I'm, I still have to work during the day, but I'm I'm pretty much not going to be leaving my house almost at any point other than if I really have to for something. Uh, so I'm like, oh, you know, I got to finish some things. I got to work on some PAX East stuff. But looking at like my list of games, I mean, it really would be amazing if Animal Crossing was out now. I mean, it's next week, so that'll take over a majority of my, like, free time. But I'm like, you know, there's some books I want to finish. Like, I'm reading The Console Wars, uh, which is amazing. I think the author is Blake J. Harris. It's, a, it's so far a great book. It's very, it seems a little more, like, Sega-leaning, which, you know, obviously you know where my heart is. But uh, I am enjoying the book. It's, it's pretty great. It's, like, a good insight. It's well-written. Um, so I'll probably crack into some more of that in the coming weeks. Um, but Outside of all, like, the new games that come out or the things I'm already playing, I'm, like, looking through my backlog, and I'm, like, do I need to finish Control? Do I need to finish uh, Devil May Cry 5? Uh, Start Sekiro? uh, Play more Persona 5? Finish Tokyo Mirage Sessions? And that's just, like, a small percentage of, like, what my actual backlog is. Uh, But I'm kind of, like, looking through all these games and, like, making a list in my head. I'm, like... If there's going to be a lot of time, like more time than normal of me being inside, maybe I should try to like actually chip away at my backlog. It'd be a uh, good idea. It's, it's, it's definitely not a terrible idea. Um, so I, yeah, you, might, you might see me diving into my backlog a little bit more over the coming weeks. And, you know, maybe, maybe I'll do like 
do an episode on backlog or or maybe I'll do some like some extra type of past the controller content just kind of digging into backlog stuff uh, might be interesting uh, but the last two quick tidbits before we wrap things up is Overwatch Archive event returned this week I'll be running through April at some point what are uh, what are your thoughts on these skins and is it enough to get you back into Overwatch what are your thoughts what um, do you think about this what do you think no that's my that's my Morgana um, Catch up, Joker. Uh, the uh, the Pharaoh skin was cool. Pharaoh skin is probably my favorite. I mean, obviously, I, I'm a Pharaoh main, so I want it, but yeah. I like that skin a lot. Um, outside of that, and I think I I don't know what's going on with. I haven't gotten a good look at the Symmetra skin. It looks almost like she splattered with ink. I'm like Splatoon. And I'm like maybe I'll get that skin. Uh, well, that's one of the weekly ones, right? So yes, you have to play. I, I'd have to yeah. play. Um, Junkrat one's kind of cool. And... Junkrat's probably my second favorite. It like, it kind of looks like... It, I mean, I know he's not, but it kind of looks like he's wearing an Infinity Gauntlet, which is dope. Yeah. And I feel like Roadhogs is okay. Um, yeah, I wasn't a big fan. It's like the army one. I don't know if it's like based on something or not, but I'm sure it is. Um, I don't know if it'll get me to play... Especially since, yeah, I don't know. At this point, I'd be getting skins for a game I'm not playing. Like, I could yeah. do it, but I'm not, I'm not really stressed about it anymore. In, in the past, I would at least turn it on, and then, like, I would have a little bit of gold left for me to just buy a skin. Yeah. And then be done with it. But now I'm like, I don't even feel like putting the effort. I feel like I have been i feel like i haven't cared too much about the skins in the last few events so i haven't actually been like spending my coin so i do think i have some saved so i might turn it on this weekend just to buy the pharaoh skin and just be done with it uh because the way i kind of look at it by the way i'll give a quick shout out to the anna skin too i think that's kind of cool looking um but i i think where my brain's at now is i know i'm like not playing overwatch as much but I, I know that when Overwatch 2 comes out, I'll at least be playing it for a little while. And if all the skins carry over like they said they're going to, I'm like, I mean, I'm, I kind of I kind of want to like, if a skin pops up in the meantime that I like, I kind of want to pop in and grab it so I do have it. That way, you know, when Overwatch 2 drops, I can fucking stunt on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, What I really need to happen is for them to just do a, a Blizzard account like honestly that would probably get me more interested in the events if they just did like a blanket if you are signed into your blizzard account you have your same pool of cosmetics on any platform because i would be way more willing to just be laying in bed like oh, i'll throw on overwatch and grab some skins since it's all tied together but because as of right now it's not i only care about skins on xbox so if I had the ability while I'm in bed at night to be like, oh, the weekly skin for Symmetra is kind of cool. I'll play nine death matches. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like I'd just be more willing to 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 pop it in. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I wanted to bring up, which I don't know if you had a chance to watch the trailer for, uh, the Lego Mario collaboration. Uh oh, I did watch it. Yeah, I did. Um, first of all, okay, before we even get into that, did you see the tease like a day or two before? Um, I believe I I saw something. I know I, because I feel like a few different people showed me like Lego Mario stuff and like it was like a small like picture or something. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, it was all over Twitter and I'm sure at some point someone in the group text, probably me, mentioned it. Um, but like I was so confused as to what it was going to be. I was like, I mean, there's a digital element here. Like, it's clearly not a physical toy, at least in this picture. So are they making a Lego Mario game? Are they doing Amiibo? Like, what are they doing? Um, See, I I took it immediately as, oh, they're making Mario Legos. And, like, I heard a couple people, like, mention, like, a Lego Mario game. And it it didn't even cross my mind until they said that. I'm like, oh, I think they would actually just do physical toys yeah i mean i i knew i mean if they're going to do a collaboration at that level they're def i like i knew at the bare minimum there would be lego mario toys 
but the the tease because it had that digital element i was like this tease is teasing something different like it's not teasing just toys it's teasing something else um and what they ended up doing which which i think is like in total nintendo fashion is like taking lego and doing something very unique and different with it i don't as far as i know i don't i've never seen anything like this done with lego before yeah neither have i uh but it looks really fucking rad um i don't i don't know if they've released prices or release date or anything but i hope that at least the mario figure isn't expensive because i do want to buy that like i think it's super fucking cool yeah um like I, i don't i don't really care too much about lego and i'm not gonna like be building or buying sets but I do kind of want that Lego toy. Uh, and if they're going to do minifigs of Mario stuff, I'm, I'm probably going to dip a few times. And if it's fucking blind bags, Mike, I am so fucked. Yeah. Like, so fucked. It's probably going to be fucking blind bags, too. Uh, but, I mean, I can't, I can't resist that. Like, that's... Like... Like, to me, Mar- Super Mario... Like, to me, Mario is Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? Like I, to me, Mario is like the most important piece of pop culture in my life. Um, so like I, 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 I buy more Mario merch and things and weird collectibles than I need to own. But I mean, I have like four different Mario Hot Wheels that are in a package. You know what I mean? Like I'm never. What I don't even like Hot Wheels. Like what is? What do I? What I have Hot Wheels for? Um, I don't know. If if I ever go to Japan, which hopefully I do at some point soon, like I'm gonna have to bring a suitcase of just like video game things that I buy while I'm over there. You should buy a video game themed suitcase while you're over there, just to put your video game themed things that you get. And, Mike, this is why you're a man that I need on my team to, like, help me prepare. Because that is genius. Why would I bring an empty suitcase when I can buy an empty suitcase? You know what I'm saying? That's fucking thinking on Galaxy Brain level. Mm-hmm. On Mario Galaxy Brain level. Actually, not fucking Mario Galaxy 2 Brain level, Mike. Yeah, I should probably That's where you're at. That's where you're at. You never played Galaxy? No. People love to say Galaxy is like one of their favorite Mario games, and it's not bad. And I played both of them, but at least at where I'm at right now, I wouldn't. I don't think Galaxy would. I don't. If I had to rate all of the Mario games, I I don't know if Galaxy one or two would be in my top five. Where for some people, like Galaxy is their favorite game, uh, and it definitely wasn't bad, but. At least thinking back to, I mean, Galaxy probably came out in like 2007. Uh, so it's, it's been a long time since I've played that game. But at least thinking back to it, like I think I'd still put Odyssey over it, at least without having played it in a long time. Yeah, well, I, I would, I'm not going to be able to rank any of the Mario games. Let's all right, we're doing a whole, we're doing a whole fucking 24 hour live stream of just you playing every Mario game. And we're gonna rate them live. All right, uh, you start, and I'll uh, I'll join you when you're halfway through. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know, Mike. This has been an interesting episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't hate it. We did we did the thing. It's been an hour. Did the we talked thing. about stuff. Yeah. And uh, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this whiskey and play some video games. That's what I, that's what I plan on doing. I don't know about you. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Past Control Podcast, episode 188. I don't think I said that at the top of the show. This is episode 188. Kind of crazy. We're slowly getting up to that 200 number. Uh, as always, you can find all of our content at PassTheController.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. If you're a friend of the show, if you're a fan of the show, you want to help support the show, you can do that in a few different ways. You can share us on social media, and you can leave us a review on iTunes, which even if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, it's very beneficial if you leave us a review. We're very appreciative. I check it every day to see if something new pops up, uh, and when there is a new one there, we all see it. 
and we all appreciate it. Uh, if you do have a few bucks kicking around and you want to help support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller or going to passcontroller.threadless.com and buying some sweet, sweet merch. Uh, you can join our Discord, continue the conversation with us and our community there, and you can find us on social media, on Twitter and on Instagram, at passcontroller. As always, you can find me at bgroom, and you can find this guy at underscore mycopath. It was weird because I said this guy. Normally I point to you, Mike, when you're sitting next to me, and mm-hmm. I just pointed at my computer, and I'm like, you're not a computer. No, not. I'm a man. You are, you are indeed a man, so they say. There's actually no, you might be, you could be an android. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be surprised if if you were a cyborg. I may be paranoid, but not an android. That's some radio uh, for you. Uh, sounds like something an android would say, not gonna lie. What the fuck do you know? Mike, before we wrap it up, if you were gonna tell me to watch one anime this weekend, what would it be? Beastars. Beastars? Beast, beast? Ours. So it's a word beast, but it's a portmanteau of beast and stars. So Okay. Alright. Beast stars. That's Mike's Anna second for you. He said go watch fucking Beast Stars, you plebs. But thank you again for listening to this week's episode, episode one eighty eight of the Past Controller Podcast. 